So this bolt of lightning shot across the universe and inspired me with the idea that we have to do a podcast. And that's what I wanted to tell you. We should do a podcast. Okay, bye. Okay. Ready? I hit record. Before me, you hit record before me. You, I did. I'm usually before you and you did it before me now. Yeah. Did you hit it? I did. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Feature Creek. Colon. <laughs> Built in microwave. Semicolon. Uh, so easy a baby could do it. <laughs> uh, like the time I beat up that baby. Right. Uh, so I'm Ned and <clears throat> this is Meg. And we're mm-hmm. we're doing a, another episode. Um, if you've never heard for her, it's your first episode listening to us. Uh, welcome and um, yeah, it's uh, a little all over the place. It's a little all over the place. Um, what are our big plugs? Our big plugs are if you want to, if you're listening to this and you get outraged or you just have thoughts or ideas you want to share, um, just email us. You can email our executive assistant Dana D A N A at fcbm.io, and we will try to get back to you. Um, and you know either correct whatever facts we've tried to put out there or you know anyway um okay so uh yeah so (laughs) easy we're actually i guess i guess the point of this podcast is to talk about the podcast again um or the process the process of podcasting an ordeal and we came out alive and and we came out today it's current as of the day that Mm -hmm. you might listen to this it's today and we are here again (laughs) yeah so uh the the title comes from the idea that um it's actually it actually is a little bit complicated to publish episodes currently the way we do it so we Mm -hmm. we don't use a publishing service like we host our own uh we host our own podcast so we host the audio and we host the website that it's served from and um which means that we need to do a little more legwork like we need to edit the files before we upload them then we need to create the we need to make sure they're like edited or there's a list where they're listed correctly for the uh, podcast feeds right and so every time we create an episode there's a file we need to edit that's uh you know needs to be edited and it that file needs to have like the name of the file name and also the metadata for the episode like who who's on the episode what we talk about mm-hmm. um what notes what our colors of the day were what the yeah like the publication research date. team exactly Mm-hmm. Um, all the things all the things and so that process start to finish all, the start to finish all those things right and so that process involves both like recording the audio then uh since we're meg and i are um bi-coastal at the moment or you're over there on uh in minneapolis and i'm north coast north coast and i'm down here in the southwest coast of san diego um we have <laughs> uh because of that we record our own audio and then we blend them together to hopefully give you a better listening experience. And so that process also requires editing and making sure that um, everything's working. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, like it, it's it's funny because it's like I think the reason that people end up using a lot of those services is because they do make it easier, like a lot easier. Like they advertise like it's so easy a baby could do it. And like we definitely if we were to say like, oh, come come host your podcast with us, like it would not be so easy if you could do it. Like, <laughs> like it this is archaic all. and weird. Um, 
but we have i mean i guess like we could just make this episode like our work through of changing the process like we could make a list of the things now that we've just done it we could just like work through and and if people find that interesting great and if they don't listen to any of the other episodes we have yeah they're all different they're all us i mean they're all the same in the sense that you know it's <laughs> they some, all follow a sort of theme generally two people getting getting lost in conversation somewhere mm-hmm. about some some topic something um, that captured our attention or interest or pissed us off or right something. right but you know uh, ostensibly or no really it's about art and design <laughs> ostensibly it's two people getting uh uh getting sidetracked but sidetracked yeah but really it's about art and design um <laughs> Yeah, Any cat would be happy as a clam <laughs> to have an art and design podcast like right. ours. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So I guess like I, how do we want to start this this little well so brainstorm? The the issue that we have is that um, we usually divide and conquer duties on this sort of stuff, and I've yes. handled a lot of like um, typing up notes, and if I handwrite them, I usually will transcribe them into a notes document and also photograph them and upload the photo to that document Mm -hmm. and so we've got all of these word documents that have all of our notes in them and then we have a spreadsheet that we keep track of everything on as to whether something's published or not or what state of editing it's in Mm -hmm. state of production and um and we're trying to figure out a way where, like at this point, there are some things that you can do that I am not super great at because there's a very steep learning curve for me and or I don't have like control over the thing. For example, like the server mm-hmm. is yours. It's not mine. Right. And so <clears throat> there's there's going to be some limitation there. Like we don't have complete redundancy where I am and where you are. And so... Mm we've had to like divide and conquer what we do for for the production yeah uh, right podcast right and so i would say that a goal would be to make that more equitable like um it's probably not reasonable to put it all on you that like you would be able to reproduce all of the work that went into creating the server the way that it is but for sure a reasonable goal is that you can publish a podcast just the same as I can. Like right. we don't need you to be like, Oh, call Meg or Ned to fix the disaster. But, mm-hmm. but normal operations should be either of us should be able to do it. And then right. when we get to that level of like, there's a technical problem, we can, we can start crossing those bridges. Um, right. Because I think like for the most part, we generally don't have technical problems. The thing we have is just re- like the backlog of like, Oh, Ned's too busy with work to like, be able to right. do this right now or yeah. <clears throat> yep. and then and the learn and the things that I could take some of the things that I could do so that you wouldn't have to do them or I could I could do them while you're working on something else mm-hmm. some of those things I just don't know how to do yet right yeah and so I think we need to both simplify those things so the like the the structure of the podcast like the way that the serve the way the structure of the infrastructure, the infrastructure of the podcast, like we have the server that serves up the audio files as well as the XML file that is the list of audio files for a podcast. So that's like the core thing. And so we use a program called Hugo 
which is like a, a static site generator. doesn't really matter. It's a program that processes. <laughs> it basically takes these files that we've written. It takes two files. It takes a description file, which are the like this. So we use it uses those markdown files, the MD files, and yep. it, it reads those. And then in those files is a is a link to the audio file that matches with it. And mm-hmm. so there's two files that are just kind of important. There's the audio file for the podcast, the episode of the podcast, and then the MD file, which describes the nature of the podcast, like when it's supposed to be published, et cetera. It tells, yeah. it tells Hugo what to do. Um, and so the streamlined version that I see is that there needs to be a very easy way for anyone to access creating, generating a new MD file. There needs mm-hmm. to be, I, I think at this point you get a pretty good sense of like what goes in an MD file. Um, and so right. we need to make sure that you can access the MD files very quickly and easily. Um, and yep. I think the MD files are the sort of the center of an episode. Like they tell you everything there is that you should know about that episode. So the MD yes. files ideally should have like, they should be the source of all that is holy when it comes to that episode. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> and so you being able to access those as easily as I can is important. Um, so we need to come up with, I think that should go on the list is like, we need to make sure that the MD files both uh, are easily accessible and all of the operations that go with creating. So like creating, editing and publishing the MD file. Um, yeah. The, the audio file is the other aspect to that. And so we need to make sure you have the same editing software I have so that you can also yes, do that. That's the other thing. And that is even like we've gone over some things. Ned's been sort of casually teaching me things about programming for several years now. Yeah. Uh, as it comes and goes, like as, as right. there's interest. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good. Like yeah. that's, that's great. Um, but I have, I have never had like recording equipment at my house and I have never used any kind of like, I don't know, garage band or like any of the other things that people one fourth of my age have like right. mastered yes. by the time they right. can walk. Right. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. It's not that I don't want to do it or that I don't care. I just haven't ever done it before and so now i have to learn how to like edit all of the audio stuff which is really cool yeah yeah and so once we kind of get that going so i think there's really two things like we just need to make sure you have good good immediate access to the md files um and then and then the phase two will be the editor um so the md files themselves like they're not um so I've kind of broken them a little bit in order to create, like when we first started this project, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, Hugo, we can use this program called Hugo to generate podcast listings, like automatically yeah. manage our podcast listing. So I was like, great, it's going to do, because those XML files are complex and they need to be, they have to have a very particular format to work with iTunes. And there are right. online there are online formatting validators that you can kind of run your feed through to see um, so like what I'm talking about feeds and XML documents like that feed, our podcast feed is mm-hmm. in the form of an XML document. And, and XML stands for what? Uh, extensible markup language. Hmm. And so it's very much, it's HTML is a subset of XML or I think, or anyway, they're, they're, um, X, so HTML is a kind of XML, which is that it has very particular tags in it ah. like if you've used any x uh, html like you're like oh you use the 
open or the the sort of those brackets like with the word in between so you might be like yes you know body or document or like or you might say like um you know div or like a span or like a, a h h1 for heading one etc so those are all the tags so xml allows you to kind of make any tag you want and have it be as long as it kind of follows that same structure of like open tag and close tag and then whatever information mm -hmm. is between the tags is information associated with that tag and so um it's XML documents. You can kind of think more of them being like like key value pairs, where it's like for a given key, there's this value. But um, that's anyway. It doesn't matter. Um, the XML <laughs> the XML is part of the feed, and so the format of the XML requires a very particular structure in order to be valid for iTunes, which has sort of led the podcast world as far as like they set the standard because right. that's where the most listeners are, the most profitable targeted listeners right mm -hmm. so like the thing that drives an industry right now like this kind of industry is advertising and so itunes for a long time kind of held the you know the gold standard it was like first of all they were the ones where you kind of the idea of podcasting in the first place came um, yeah. there were feeds and audio feeds and other things but they were the ones where it was like nope everybody wants to capture that market so everybody's been basically following their their standards. Um, so they've set a lot of the standards about like what tags need to be present and how the structure works in order for it to be mm. a proper podcast feed. So okay. Hugo allows us to do that by with like, I wrote a bunch of templates and I've modified the code and that's where I say I've, I've kind of broken the Hugo, like Hugo, the way it works. It's sort of like a blogging sort of oh. software, <clears throat> like, or, but the difference between a podcast and a blog is not very different. One yeah. is that there's just the text content and the other one is there's text and audio content. Um, and so when I first started messing with it, I didn't fully understand like how it worked. And so I was just kind of like tweaking and tweaking and tweaking until I got, mm -hmm. I arrived at the pocket, the website, the way it currently is. And so we could go back and refine it. And the value of that would be that if we got it working correctly, we could also do blog posts on our podcast website more easily That'd be fun it would be fun um and the nice thing about that is that um well th the other value of that is that it would make them the markdown files less confusing the way they currently are like sure. the way they currently are it's like um the markdown files like have have like a markdown files are basically this idea of like html light like they're like a very reduced set of html um that so like you can see like there's markup language and then yep. they're like well then why are they called markdown and the idea is it's like they're very reduced set like they're like a minimal set of like tags and things like there's ways of editing these files so that um they what will do tags do so tags just designate uh when we're talking about an html we're talking about tags they just designate like a block of information sometimes mm -hmm. they are all the information in the tag itself and sometimes there's like an op a opening tag and a closing tag and then mm -hmm. any information between them <clears throat> gets that that tag is applied to it and what that means okay. it means different things to different people like it means <laughs> what it means is it means different things depending on the context and the interpretation like when yeah. you're feeding html documents to your browser it's trying to render them and so it's reading those tags as it parses through the document and it's using those tags to inform it with what to do with the content inside of that tag so like for example like make this line of text red 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like if you're, you know, if you put some like tags in there that indicate that this little block of text needs to be a particular color or weight or font type or whatever, like those are, mm -hmm. those are things you can do also like how it should be rendered. Like, should it just be, um, you know, left justified or center justified or right justified, or should it be, sure. um, should it wrap around <clears throat> other things or like, how should it behave on the page? Like all of those mm -hmm. can have to do with like the tags. Um, the tags can influence that as well as some other stuff. This is a very, very loose interpretation like it's a very broad <laughs> stroke like there's um there's more detail and like specificity but yeah um that's kind of what the tags do so for us like we're more concerned with the markdown the idea with markdown is that it's it should be easier because there's fewer tags for you to need to remember mm -hmm. and it should be much easier for you to just look at it and be like oh there's the title there's the you know there's the description and there's the yeah. name of the audio file and so for the most part we have that um in the markdown files where we're using them now but you'll notice in our markdown files basically there's this block of like this this variable equals this thing like it'll be like this mm -hmm. name equals this like it'll be like audio file and then you put the name of the audio file after it and then it'll right. be description and you put the description after it so yep. this is not really using markdown the way that it's intended to be used for hugo like the up the, like we're only using what you can think of as like um the the header of the like if you're writing a document um sure. and you know how you can like like you can write the you can put information like up in the like in the top margin i forget what that's called mm -hmm. like the header or the footer like yeah. you're kind of like you put page number and stuff like that but um it's not exactly a good example of this i'm trying to think of something that would have like metadata like if you're um have you ever like photos maybe if you tried to mess with photos like sometimes some programs allow you to like make notes about them I didn't. I've okay, never that's experienced not a good example, that, but yeah. I believe you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the point is like the markdown file. Like we actually, if you can imagine, there's a body that could be rendered as a blog post. Like it could have the title and all these things like in the body. Sure. And then there's this like metadata where it might say things like which audio file to include or whatever, or, like what date mm -hmm. it should be published, like the mm -hmm. date that it should be published. So the we're not really we're just using that like upper portion of the document and we're not using the lower portion because I kind of broke it when I was tweaking everything to get it to work the way I wanted and ah. so ideally we should be able to just open those files up and write down like you're writing a blog post and then if you include an audio file you can be like this is a podcast and if you don't mm -hmm. it's a blog post or whatever sure um so that's where there's like a block of work that I'd like to do which maybe it makes sense if you were there and we were like, you could just like watch me or talk to me as I like kind of implement it. But yes. Um, so I think that I'm, I guess I need to buy plane tickets. I guess you do need to buy plane tickets. <laughs> um, I think that, uh, yeah, like I think that you could, um, we could do that. We could probably spend like an afternoon and get it pretty much squared away. Like, and then we yeah. could start, we could start posting blog posts and things. And then, um, I'll just come down for a weekend. Just come down for a, a quick, insane, intense weekend. Sounds yeah. good. All right. Um, yeah, we'll just be like, we'll just drink a bunch of coffee and we'll just be like, woo, podcast. Yeah, I'll do the like four day turnaround, like in Thursday, out Sunday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, yes, I'm all on board with that. Uh, since we're actually, people are potentially listening to this, rather than us planning our trips, why don't we... <laughs> 
into the, why don't we talk about um so uh i guess what i'm getting at is like so we use this program hugo we should we should fix that up and get yes. that updated and working correctly the way that it's intended to work um and that will also clean up a lot of our files so mm -hmm. like <clears throat> as you saw like we just i think how many episodes do we have now we have over um I mean, we have a lot of episodes a lot uh, are you going by the master list? Um, I was going to just go by the um, like one of those services like Apple mm. or something. And they like Apple thinks we have 147 episodes published right now. So, um, okay. yeah. So, like, we have a lot of episodes already. Um, I forget where I was going with this. Oh, so uh, the file names like because they're just yes. sort of like we're like oh this one's gonna be called this so that's the other thing is Hugo should be able to clean like as part of the processing of the MD files it should mm -hmm. clean up both the MD files as well as our audio files and so then everything should be in alignment because we do actually keep episode numbers um, in our published files and I'm just looking to see uh, not everybody shows that, which is interesting. Like Apple doesn't doesn't report well on their website. They don't report it, but um, there are. I wonder, maybe Spotify does. Somebody I saw one of the services like shows the shows the episode numbers and some ah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't see it. I anyway, I mean, our episode numbers are, I think, I believe are generated by the date. Um, if that's correct. Yes, that is correct. Uh, like our episode numbers are basically like today sure. would be like 2021, 11, 15. Um, mm. So uh, anyway, um, yeah, well, yeah, there's like we have somewhere around 150 episodes. Yes. Yeah, I'm just yeah, according to iTunes as of this moment, they know about 147 of them. Um mm. So, we've got uh right, we and then, just posted a ton. We did just post a ton, so they may not be all listed yet. Um Yeah. So that's like another weird interesting thing like if you're if you've ever thought about doing podcasts, um, the, th the funny thing about podcasts is that like you control all of the content. Um, mm -hmm. like iTunes doesn't, iTunes doesn't serve you. It's, or iTunes doesn't host or like provide space for podcasts. It doesn't serve like the audio directly from their servers. Sometimes it does like it, it caches them, but from mm -hmm. a, from a control point of view, like we're in control of our podcast. Like if we take it down, it's gone. Like right. someone else might continue to try to like, like mirror the website or whatever. But, mm -hmm. but like we're the authoritative source on like what it is, like what FCBM is. And so even though we didn't publish, um, and I'm sure some of our listeners will be annoyed because like it, but basically like we didn't publish like for a couple of weeks there, I think we missed some dates. And so we're going back and backfilling them. And so like this time next year when they're all filled in, like, or well, this time this week, like we just filled yeah. them all in. Um, they're there as if they had been there forever. Like there's no, like we just published one that was for October 18th. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. even though we'd published ones after, like we'd published ones more recently. Um, like when it was actually put online versus the na- the date that we tell you as the publication date are two different things. Like, <laughs> like we're saying that the publication date is October uh, 18th for the big mm-hmm. bad context. Right. But we published it today, even though. And so, um, right. Because for us, it's like, well, that's, that's when like the goal is to like, have one every week right like right and our recording schedule doesn't match up with our publishing schedule like those are two completely different like they're alternate universes that exist simultaneously but do not intersect right yes yeah exactly um so like past ned and past meg have recorded all kinds of future podcasts but we have not made them happen in the now yet right yeah and so you you might be listening to one that like Generally, I think we try to keep them in order, although the way that we like the content of the podcast, like it doesn't really matter what order you listen to them. Right. Um, But just for like sanity's sake on our end, we tend to only record like sometimes we have like if we're in the same place at the same time, we spend a ton of our time just recording podcasts. Right. Because all we do is talk anyway. We talk and we make art. And so that's what we do. We, we might as well do it with a microphone sitting next to you while we're doing art and talking anyway. Right. And then we can share that with other people if they feel so inclined to listen to it. Right. <laughs> you know, we have all these conversations for posterity. Yeah. So like um, we may end up recording a bunch of our conversations over the course of a day, which equates out to like five or six weeks of podcasts posted on Mondays. Mm -hmm. And so like some of the podcasts by the time they get posted could be five or six weeks old, just from the date that they recorded in real life to the date that they post in real life. That's like a huge time spread. Or sometimes we record them and do them on the same day, or sometimes we record them and send them backwards in time. Right. right. Yeah. And the, the backwards in time is the thing that um, I found, I I think was a little bit surprising to me about, I, I think I knew that when I knew about podcasts, it just never mm-hmm. really occurred to me until we started actually recording and publishing one that I was like, there's a, like, there's a certain level of like, like sort of <laughs> compulsiveness where I'm like, no, I want them all to be lined up. Like we release on Mondays. Like that's right. our day. doesn't matter yes. that we've recorded this on a Thursday or whatever. Like, yes. um, yeah. And so, uh, and that's the cool thing about the Hugo program, the way I, or the way that I have our own podcast set up is that we can, select once we public like once we put the data on the server so once we put the audio file on the server and the matching markdown file we can set a date for that that's in the future and then the server will automatically reveal that to our listeners like mm-hmm. down the down the line when that date rolls around um right. and so that uh that's been really cool because that's how like we really manage like mostly like our pretty consistent output up until right. very recently was that way because we would just like at one point I think we had like 13 week lead time or something like we were like yeah, it really was on huge. it yeah it was huge because we had so much time to record them I can't remember when that was but I remember I I know what you're talking about we had just a ton of them because we had so much time and I god it was probably when neither of us was working and yeah. so we just we spent a ton of time just doing podcasts and art during that time because it kept us from going insane Here's a here's a kind of philosophical question. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it's philosophical. Uh, I this makes me think about um, like you remember appointment TV, 
Yeah. Uh, some of our listeners may remember that. Some of our listeners may not know what the fuck we're talking about. Appointment TV <laughs> was like, like basically there was a time and a date when that show came on and you had to be there to watch it or you missed it. Um, yes. And then, you know, and VCRs were, uh, I think, I mean, VCRs were around in our lifetime the whole time, but I don't think they really like people didn't own them a lot until you and I were like maybe toddlers or a little older. Like, yeah, like, I was going to say like five, maybe. Yeah, like they were like basically the 80s is when, you know, VCRs were starting to become of like people like lots of people had them. Right. That was like yeah. the dawn of the like blockbuster and video like corner video rental stores and stuff. Yeah. Um, and the be kind, please, re please rewind, be, be kind, please rewind yes. or whatever. Yes. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, appointment TV and then like content on demand is like sneaking around the corner, right? Like as you're kind of mm -hmm. moving through the 80s and people are like, you know, you're already doing a lot of like rental videos and um, right. and now shows are starting to get released on video cassette and like, you know, and then DVDs mm -hmm. like just blew that out yep, of the water. And then people had to like buy those VCR rewinders because that yeah. would like burn out your VCR and so you'd get just a separate thing for high speed rewinding because you spent so much time rewinding movies. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. And so like it almost was like when people had VCRs at one point in time in the early days, yeah. you almost had to rewind a film at the same speed that you watched it going forward. And so yes. like, it was just like a, 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 like an incomprehensibly large waste of time. Yes. <laughs> and so people like got really smart about like shortcutting it, you know, like yep. how can I how can I trim down my rewinding time so that I can get back to my life? Right. Right. <laughs> Because if you rewind, if you did not rewind tapes and you brought them back to the tape rental store, yeah. like e enough times, they'd be like, fuck you, we're not renting to you anymore. Yes. You never return yeah. your fucking tapes with a tape rewind. Right. Yeah. Or they'd charge you extra, like they'd put fees on your yes account. yeah they'd be like rewind fee or some bullshit yeah and um, be like three dollars per tape so next time you come in if you want to take another movie home you have to pay us like three dollars <laughs> surcharge right. for every tape you didn't rewind the last time <laughs> oh my god those were the good old days yep <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of like there's a fee for that um <laughs> yeah yeah so, oh my god, would you like to spend a dollar Here's a fee for that? <laughs> yeah. Give us a dollar. Yeah, we'll be happy for we'll be happy to charge you a fee for that experience. Mm -hmm. Um uh oh, uh what was I going to say? So the um uh, so the philosoph philosophical question I have is like as we move away from that sort of like like scheduled programming to um to this sort of like video on or like content on demand um, mm -hmm. and I've noticed there are like different models where it's like Netflix oftentimes like they release like a whole season at once. Like once it's available, it's like, that's it. And now everybody's yes. watching like the binging next, it. yeah, everybody's binging it. Um, versus like some of the other network streaming services, I noticed they oftentimes release like one at a time or like blocks yes. of three or whatever, like they're kind of doling it out. And mm -hmm. I think about that as well for like in the podcast space, because neither you and I are regular podcast listeners. Like we listen to podcasts. Right. Like we'll listen to episodes. Someone will be like, "Oh, you need to listen to this." And sometimes mm -hmm. I'll listen to it and be like, "No, I don't." Not listen to it, or I'll be like, "This is amazing," <laughs> whatever. Um, or sometimes, like, I definitely like them for road trips. Like, anytime I'm going to spend a lot of time yeah. by myself, um, or you know, plane trips and stuff. Like, I'll have some queued up and ready to go. But I don't listen to them so regularly that I have like a podcast feed on my phone that alerts me when they're like come up. Um, like I don't, I don't need to know that like, you know, 99% or what is it? 99%. I think that's that. 
there's that like design podcast 99% oh, or 99 invisible. Yeah. 99% visible. Like mm-hmm. I don't need to know um, something Mars. What's his name? The, uh, uh, this is a good, uh, <laughs> now I want to know. Um, anyway, I, man, really, check uh, the Googler. check the Googler. Yeah. Uh, uh, let me see. It doesn't really matter anyway. Um, <laughs> Where's the, here we go. Roman Mars. I was right. Yeah. Roman Mars. Anyway. Um, or it was created. Roman Mars created 99% invisible. Um, yeah. Like I think, I think, uh, in like 2010, Mm -hmm. like very, um, you know, and he started, I think it was pretty cool. Like it's one of the early podcasts, like it was 2010 and he like, um, I feel like he was like recording in his closet at some point, like just oh. to get better audio. I mean, that's a very known thing. Like you kind of yeah. go in your closet with your microphone so you can get like a good sound booth experience. Yes. Um, cause all the, like the coats and things help like muffle. Muffle. Thing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, sidetrack. So, um, I don't like, I don't, I don't follow things where it's like, I'm relying on like regular content to come out. Like it doesn't, yes. doesn't really matter to me that it like comes out on Mondays or whatever. But yeah. I've noted like when you and I started this podcast, I just arbitrage, like, I think we just chose a day where like, Oh, we're going to release on Mondays. Like that's our, our day. Um, mm-hmm. Cause I think I didn't, I just kind of read some things about doing it and people are like, yeah, like, you know, is it weekly? Is it monthly? Like, these are things to think about how long the episodes are. And, you know, and, and somehow I got the impression that there needs to be a day, but it it occurs to me that like, as time goes on, like content consumption, I don't, I like, I guess the question I'm asking is like, I don't know how to ask this question, but what I see Mm -hmm. is that we've transitioned (laughs) from, um, from like like appointment content consumption yes. to content on demand and the question yeah. i have is like people who are producing content like does it matter like does it matter that we release on a monday does it matter um you know like pros and cons pros and cons i mean like for us like we can discount <laughs> so much of it cuz we don't actually care if people listen like if you are listening, we care, like we're interested in you and we want to hear from you, but our goal isn't to like Kurt, like to kind of create something that is popular Yeah. or, or like, I, I don't know. I mean, that that's where I'm like, you know, I want, I, I would love everyone who would love this podcast to find it and that's it. Like, and if that's 12 people, amazing. And if it's 200 people, which seems to be where we're at, also amazing um mm-hmm. but also i know like we don't we don't advertise the podcast like it's just out there it's just been out there for like two years now almost yeah. or a year and a half yeah. um yeah. and like we don't have any um like the only way people are really going to hear about it is word of mouth like we're not gaming the systems like we're like there i'd read this thing about on itunes like when we first started is like where we really had our opportunity which is why i was like oh let's release 10 episodes all at once Mm -hmm. Um, because the idea was like when you first release it, you might get boosts on some of the, like the aggregators Uh, where they're like, Oh, here's new content. And so I was like, Oh, if we have enough of it, then people will get Mm -hmm. like, I wanted people to be like, Oh, if they like it, there's already more episodes to listen to rather than like, yeah, we listened to that one episode. It sounds great, but I don't, you know, 
I would have listened to more, but now I've moved on. And so right. that was like, my thinking was like, oh, if you get, if you listen to one and you're like, oh, I like this, I want to listen to one more. And now you've listened to a couple of them and you're, you're kind of engaged enough and then you have enough to like backfill and then every week, like more show up. And that's mm -hmm. where I kind of get to is like the rate, like, I don't know what question I'm asking, but I feel like there's a, qu a question was asked, Meg. Like <laughs> question was asked, Ned. <laughs> I guess like, I'm just wondering, like, does it matter? Like, I'm like sure, what like, matters and what's it important probably and, all depends it probably all yeah, depends. like it, yeah. it's like it does it matter well if if you want to do x then it matters and you have to do y like if you right. want to whatever i mean i think it makes sense it it keeps everything kind of sane and easy to like easy to um manage when it's just all spaced out we do one podcast a week and it comes out on monday and yeah. we can we can backfill if we need to but we're never gonna except for the shorts that we were doing on thursdays which was like a completely different thing really right um even though some of them became longs yes. it doesn't matter <laughs> right like that was just sort of that was kind of like our loose thing at the time like we definitely yeah. were always going to do the monday thing and they right. were always going to be around an hour an hour and a half or something like that not much longer than that and if uh, if we did anything above and beyond that it was like great and we could do whatever we wanted with it or put it on whatever day we wanted but <clears throat> we always wanted to stick to that kind of like standard pace and and like format yes, a little yeah. bit mm -hmm. um loosely I mean, it's yeah loose no how, and but. right and and like i i like that for us for you mm -hmm. and i like that works um and i i like having that goal uh and i guess i just think about the kind of the sort of broader scope of like um it would be <laughs> I'm going to derail you. Yeah, it would dude. be super yeah. hilarious if we could run some kind of like a program that would go into um, all of our like posted podcasts and just randomly flip the dates around on them. <laughs> just, so we can do that. Um, <laughs> so it'll be like, well, this used to be a podcast <laughs> that was posted in 2019, yes, but right. now it's in 2022. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we absolutely could do that. Uh, that would be nuts. It would be really crazy. Yeah. I guess I was just thinking about like, um, so before we did the podcast, like many years ago, I mm -hmm. used to run like an internet radio station or I would DJ on it for like a couple of like nights a week. Um, Excellent. Yeah. It was a DJ. Ned was a DJ. And we would like, uh, and I would like play music sometimes and sometimes I would just talk about things and, but the thing about that was that it was um, this is where this is where I kind of I think this is like getting at the crux of the feeling or the thing I'm trying to like get yeah. at is that I remember after doing that a couple of weeks on the message board or the like the chat. So it was kind of a private webcast. So they mm -hmm. usually call these like ice casts or like they're not they're like it's appointment content like in theory like it's appointment yeah. content because it's like no tonight at eight o'clock I would go on and it would be live and you could tune in with your internet radio like with sure. your ice cast listener or whatever. Um, it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> but the guy who ran the the ice cast server would um, just record the sessions right and then make mm -hmm. them available later for people who missed it ah. and and then as time went on i was like i don't think there's any reason like i don't like clearly the podcast is the preferred format like that concept mm. of like you've made a recording now anybody can come listen to a copy of it at their right. convenience as right. opposed to right now this is happening and right. the only thing that made the live thing 
cool or like the like having the live streaming work is that you could have audience interaction. Sure. That's yeah, because you can like you can experience it contemporaneously with whatever's going on and you can interact. With yeah. It. And so people on the people on the chatteroo could like chat me and then I could mm-hmm. like like work like either do requests or I could like interact with them and talk back to them even though they were just sending me messages. And then yeah. later I set up a phone where they could like call me and some people would like call in and we'd pretend like we were having like just like and it because it was so <laughs> private like we could just talk about whatever the fuck we wanted like on the on the radio and so it was just kind of funny <laughs> to like you know like have completely completely like unedited like just shitty ass conversations with lots of swear words and fucks and shits and butts and whatever's asses and all the good words um and you know and like not and not have it and like but then other people could be listening to it like it was this radio show and so i think for a little while that was fun but then people just kind of were like whatever like that's you know it takes a lot of effort for what was essentially an audience of 12 or 15 i think like there were (laughs) there were potentially like a hundred or so people who would have had access actually thousands of people would have access to it but on that server on that chat room there was like maybe 12 or 15 of us that were very active and so yeah. usually it was just us like doing this thing that's like a um, that's like a click or like an in club yeah or like a, yeah it's like an itty bitty titty committee itty bitty titty committee yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh good times uh. um anyway uh I was thinking of, I was trying to think of like the male equivalent of that. Like if like, not that everything has to be gendered, but I was just thinking of like the, like the man mammary, but I don't know what, like an (laughs) M, an M word for meeting. Oh, man mammary meeting. Man mammary meeting. (laughs) Or meeting of the man mammaries. Like, I don't know. Anyway. um, Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't work in size there, but massive, I guess, massive man. Like anyway. (laughs) uh okay we're doing excellent work we're doing excellent work so uh yeah so like i guess that's it right like there i i watch a fair amount of youtube and a lot of the youtube channels that i subscribe to or like enjoy content from um not a lot but some of them talk about their live streaming on twitch like they're mm-hmm. like, I'm live streaming on Twitch doing this thing. Right. And, and it just occurred to me, I was like, oh, the the only point of having appointment anything, appointment media is if you want to interact in a live environment. Right. And so doing it live without audience interaction is pointless. Like, like, yeah. And old TV used to essentially be live. It might have been pre-recorded. Like right. whatever was being broadcast might have been pre-recorded. Yeah. Or it may be a live broadcast. But either way, it's only happening once because it wasn't on demand. And so if it was put on television, that meant you had one chance to see it and you would have to wait years for it to come on reruns if you missed it the first if, time around. If they even had recorded it when they did it. Fair, true. Yeah. Yes. Like you can't right. some things are just lost to time. Yeah. Um, it's not like now where everything you've ever said or thought has been written down and it will be used against you in the near future. Right. Like, right. It was just we I have distinct memories as a little kid of us going out to dinner somewhere. Like mm-hmm. my parents took me, I don't know if my brother was alive at this point yet. Man, he must have been really little if he was. Um we were out at dinner. And my dad looked at his watch. He's like, the Muppet show is coming on. And we had to like leave dinner. Like We, <laughs> we got the bill yes. and we went home. Yes. Like we got to go now. We got to go. The Muppet show is going to be on. And we like. <laughs> to be fair, that's home. a good one to like, you know, 
<laughs> the Muppet Show is pretty great, but yeah. Yeah. And then later on, like, we got a VCR and my parents, I think, kind of got a little hoardery about it. Like, in other words, they bought a lot of blank tapes and taped a lot of television that no one uh-huh. ever, ever rewatched. Uh-huh. Same thing with, like, vacation photos. Like, nobody's ever looking at those photos. Stop taking them. Nobody's looking at them. Or, like, all those assholes who show up at a live show and hold their phones up over their heads yes, to record the show. Yes. You're First of all, you're in portrait, not landscape mode. It looks oh. terrible. And secondarily, no one's ever going to watch this again. And if you try and foist this on your friends later they're gonna hate you so don't right like whatever so yeah we came up with this huge collection of like vcr tapes and every once in a while like somebody like a teacher at school would be like does anybody's parents have hbo can they tape this or that or the (laughs) other thing right and so like my parents would tape something off of television and then send me to school with it so that the class could watch the yes the class could watch whatever it had been that was on and uh like the secret of nim or the labyrinth or whatever right some kid movie and then like the end of the movie like they wouldn't tape the credits they would just stop the movie when it's over because nobody wants to sit through the credits no child's gonna to sit through that uh-huh. and so they would tape over tapes that had already been taped because that was a big thing in our house is taping over tapes yep. that were already taped because we tape a lot and so it would be like the end of some children's show and then like <laughs> Miami Vice <laughs> yes right <laughs> and it's like oh my yes. god and quick turn it off <laughs> yeah it's like is that, is that cocaine what was that a, a Corvette <laughs> right. yes. what, what's happening how am I gonna explain this? So yeah, we had like, so many Miami Vice tapes at our house. Uh huh. <laughs> I mean, second to Rainbow Vacuums, I bet Miami Vice. It's Miami like Vice is bootleg the next Miami thing. Vice or like yeah. Bootleg Miami Vice VCR tapes from yep. the eighties. Uh-huh. To my to my daughter, I bequeath my <laughs> my bootleg Miami Vice collection. <laughs> Those are Polaroid VCR tapes. They're the good ones. I don't <laughs> last a lifetime. Right? <laughs> and beyond. They're never going to biodegrade. They're going to fill up in a landfill and poison us forever. Oh, shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh-huh. I, uh... I mean, I'm guilty too. I had a ton of like 120 minutes and uh, like um, headbangers ball and shit. Headbangers ball, nice. Daria, Daria, Daria. uh huh. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. And then like it's this whole thing. All right, so there before there were VCR tapes, there was nothing. There was like eight track audio, and that was it. Uh, and then there was VCR tapes and then everybody had to give up like a bunch of people departed and went the laser disc route. And those poor people ended up in a cul-de-sac to nowhere. Those yes. Laser discs. Yes. Were so expensive. Yep. And they were like giant DVDs and they had all yep. these super fancy features that like supposedly justified all this added value that supposedly justified the expenditure of these. Like, yeah. Oh my God. They were so expensive. The size of records like they were enormous. And then you had to get this big laser disc player and then everybody was always like, don't touch my laser discs and you're like i'm a child i don't know why they're on the floor if you don't want people tripping over them or playing with them they look very attractive to a child and they're rainbowy the people i feel the sorriest for are the people who um like pushed to invest or like like basically when dvds came out they were like this is it and they just like went down on dvds and like started collecting their like massive movie collection Mm -hmm. and then 
and then like the turnaround to Blu-ray was like so quick. Um, yes. Like not not really, but like it was in many ways it was that perfect shitty amount where it's like mm-hmm. you've you've really sunk in a lot here on this DVD thing, and right. now now like on the horizon they're like Blu-ray, Blu-ray, and now it's like that's just what it is, and it's like you know yeah. as far as I understand like backwards compatibility is pretty good, like but not amazing. Ugh. Like you're not you know and anyway, I just find it. Um, I find it funny because I remember pretty early on I was like, uh, we have like the the disk space is the place that's growing. Yes. This optical spinny media shit is like not really going on here. Yeah, um, it be, it's so fragile. It's yeah. so fragile. Yep. You have like, oh, look at this brand new DVD. And then like just taking it out of the case. You're like, well, I can't move that. I can't right. watch that now. Right. Yeah. Digital like content, CDs man. Too. It's fucking weird. Like it's mm-hmm. a weird it broke so many things that like the thing that I didn't get that like, I'm like companies aren't getting this, like this concept of like what it means to like, like they're still struggling with that idea of like something being like sort of easily copied with like almost no cost. Yeah. Because they're like, I mean, that's what the industry that like, that's what they were into anyway. It was like the VHS tapes, like didn't cost hardly anything compared to how much they were selling them for. If you bought a movie and the DVDs were even cheaper, right. To like actually mass produce like a film on DVD, like your per unit cost is super low. Um, you know, comparable with just like digital delivery in itself. But, um, Mm -hmm. but that whole thing of like ownership and like all of that has just been like, I'm like, man, like, cause you owned like you could buy if you buy a CD like you owned that CD like you could do right. whatever the fuck you want with it. And right. then they like went to the thing where it's like, oh, well, now we're going to gatekeep and you're not even allowed to keep the data that we're sending to you except for mm-hmm. these like certain approved uses. And um, and it just feels like I don't know. I, I just yeah. feel like we're, you know, one of the reasons like we don't want to do advertising on our podcast or like we haven't and we're not. I mean, no one's approached us, but you know, we also haven't been like seeking it out. Like neither of us are like, okay, how do we flip this into like, you know, now that we've got 200 listeners, how do we monetize this? My, I like, there's, I don't think I, I, I don't think I would say yes to any kind of advertising. I cannot imagine what I would say yes to. Like it doesn't exist. I don't think. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like I, I guess in theory, if I were, if we were doing this and we were trying to make money at it, um, then we would have to sit down and like decide what was acceptable and what was not acceptable. And then, you know, um, like I don't, I, so many, so many of the things that like get advertised so much, I'm just like, this doesn't, I don't know. Advertising is a whole extra, extra other podcast. They don't, they don't, like every time i see an ad i'm like well that's not for me like that this this ad was not designed for me like this ad makes me mad and angry and even more like i don't want to buy whatever the fuck this is right Um, (laughs) get out of here yeah uh out of here yeah like like the telemarketing calls and shit that come in and Mm -hmm. i'm like like I answer them a lot because I'm really bored and I'm kind of an asshole and I'm just like, I'll answer them <laughs> and I'll be like, Hey, Hey, yeah. Tell me all about your shit. And like, I just, I just want to know. I'm like, this must work, but who, who, who is buying this shit? Like, yeah, 
you know, I don't like like what do they tell what are like lately I've calls? gotten a lot of um calls and messages, like text messages oh. for book writing services. They're gonna really? write my book or whatever. Cause cause we talk about books a lot and they've just fucking like all my ads lately have just been like we don't talk about books that much, but somewhere some, some somebody sold my phone number saying this guy's yep. writing a book or this guy's oh publishing my a gosh. book. Um and so I get these text messages and calls from people yeah. and they're like, yeah, like, you know, we have this writing service, like we can do like, you know, they want to like, they either want to write my website, like, the, like that's the big one. I get a lot of mm. calls for websites cause I have, we have all those domains and like we have right. like these websites and my God, name so attached to them. <laughs> and so, yeah. And they're just like, they're like, you know, we're going to like, they call me and they're like, you know, if you need a web developer, like we're going to do this thing for you. Uh, okay. Um, I'm like, okay, well I don't, I don't. And I didn't ask for this. And yeah. now I'm pissed off at you for calling me. Right. Um, <laughs> Like you just fucking call me like just like like it's no thing. Just gonna call yeah. you up. I've been spying on you, and I'd like to offer my yes. services. Yes, yes, it's exactly what it feels like. It's like <laughs> we've been snooping on your shit, and we think you need this. Yep. And instead of like you know, say going downtown and like advertising their services, like say at like Home Depot, where I'm like, yeah, like mm -hmm. I've already showed up looking for goods. Right. Instead, they're like. <laughs> They like come to my house with a truckload of wood and they like knock on the door with the truck parked in the driveway and like someone's like getting the wood out and being like, hey, like, are you ready? Like, we're happy to put your house together. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, can you like not do that? Like, I live here and it's 8 a.m. and fuck you. Like, don't, you know. I didn't yeah. go advertise where like when I search for give me a fucking web developer, that's when I should know about you, not yes. before then. This is going to be some horrible like mind control thing in the future where it's like it's a permanently opt in. Yes. Are, the default is opt in. And if you don't respond Nuts. quickly enough to disavow your own thoughts, people yes. will show up on your driveway with a contract that's already been signed for work that you imagine doing right. at a prior date. Yes. <laughs> it was just a passing thought. Exactly. I didn't commit to anything. Well, somebody's got to pay for all of this really expensive hardwood. Right. Um, well, should we just do color of the day? And um, There's, uh, I, I have an update. Oh, you do? An update from the homestead. Um, if you are a person who lives in a cold place. Yes. And you also have a basement and perhaps an attic in your house. Uh, there is something called a chimney effect. And even if you insulate the holy living hell out of your house, but do not insulate the rim joists in your basement, almost all of the insulation is pointless above ground because of something called the chimney effect, where like cold air coming along the foundation of the house travels upward with like the thermals and sucks cold air from the basement up into the rest of your house and out the top of your house like fo it follows behind the hot air and so um when you insulate the rim joists it like blocks all of that airflow it blocks yeah. the path of the air that's going from your basement upwards yeah and, like within minutes of them insulating the rim joists in the basement of our house we we're like whoa it's like way warmer in here <laughs> that's so we, amazing yes so we have accomplished now yeah uh, what no one else who owned this house 
including ourselves could have uh, accomplished in the past 122 years of the of the existence of this house um and we have made it considerably nicer to live in with just that weird little thing oh that's um, so funny yeah so they came into the spray foam insulation which means now i get to finish painting my basement and fixing it up and then i can put my farm in Woo! oh that is amazing yeah so that's exciting uh it's also snowing here so we've had snow we snow it snowed it snowed yeah it, there i see snow outside right now it sucks <laughs> um i have all kinds of plants in my living room and the peppers are like going crazy i have two pepper plants that i brought inside from the cold and they're putting out tons of peppers now and that's that's the report also i have a cat here next to me who is about to attack my legs because he wants attention but we can't figure out what for that's good funny. boy so now we can do the colors of the day because i've done my update okay let's do it Ooh, these are lovely colors they remind me of sailing yeah they're good yeah totally like so sailing colors. our first so uh our first color is metamorphic warranty Mm -hmm. and uh the this is like a like a sea green sea foam green a little bit darker yeah yeah it's like um it's a pretty intense color like it's very saturated yes yeah um and it's like uh yeah it's like a really intense sea foam green i kind of think of like seaweed almost yeah yeah it's a little seaweedy. Mm hmm. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's got, uh, so it's value. So, uh, if this is the first time you've listened to our, I say so uh, a lot in this episode. Anyway, <laughs> the, uh, so, uh, if this is your first time listening, colors of the day are real easy to look at. We're just going to tell you a hexadecimal value and you can pop that in the Googler or similar and it should pull up a color picker showing you the exact color we're talking about. We'll also mention the red, green, blue values um, just so some people can visualize things a little bit that way or get a sense of it. Um, so the RGB value for metamorphic warranty is 64, 140, 121. And the hexadecimal value is going to be um, uh, pound sign four zero eight Charlie seven nine. So that's pound sign four zero eight C seven nine. And uh, it's the other color for contrast in color of the day is year round shade. Mm. Tell me about that. It's nice. It's like a very nautical blue color. Like it's got mm -hmm. a little bit of purple to yeah. it. I mean, it's not strictly speaking a totally blue blue. It's this is <coughs> it's, it's so exciting i'm choking um it's somewhere this is one of those colors where i could see having a disagreement with somebody else over the actual perceptible shade of color like is this blue or is it violet right right it's like really hard to say whether this is a, a blue or a purple for me it ke like as i look at it it kind of shifts back and forth mhm mm mhm yeah and the um the RGB is, uh, did you say that already? No, did I, I did not. zone out for that? Nope. Um, <laughs> I was like, I don't think you said it, but <laughs> I have a missing, I have missing time if you did. Um, RGB is 45, 39, 147. And then the hexadecimal is hashtag two delta two seven nine three. 
and it's really pretty and they go really good together they're kind of like i could see um like a stripy shirt or a stripy sweater with these alternating colors yeah yeah it'd be a yep. great stripy shirt yeah that'd be a great stripy shirt indeed yeah um yeah so that's it and this is our podcast episode number whatever 150 plus or whatever we are um Woo-hoo! yeah i know right yeah uh, maybe that's something we should add to the list too, is we need to, uh, we should maybe have it generate episode numbers that we can count. I don't think that matters. Whatever. Anyway, hmm. we can talk about that later. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for <laughs> listening to our weird rambly sort of like housekeeping kind of slash discussion about podcast design. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And we're back on consider. track. So go back in time and look for podcasts that we just posted between now and like, for sure, there's nothing older than September yeah yeah so look like, start start like at the beginning of the month of september and look forward in time to up till now mm-hmm. because we're recording this podcast on the 15th and we're going to post it i think on the 15th right well we already posted one to, so the one that one for today the one yeah. that's posted for the 15th was charlie munger right yeah which yeah, is a good gonna, one it's classic so yeah. great you're gonna love it it there's so much packed into that yep episode i love that episode yep and then so this one will be published on the 22nd i guess yep yeah and then uh we actually we i think the end of august is august 30th so that we're actually missing some episodes in the middle of august so we're gonna right because we had difficulty with the recording because ned came here to visit and we recorded and some of the recordings got a little bit garbled and it was really hard to like the quality was just not good enough that we felt like it was listenable or something like that and so there's a couple of weeks where we definitely recorded something for it but because we were we were doing things a little bit out of the ordinary and we were recording with a bunch of people sitting around a table at my house and all the things and anyway so there's a couple of weeks that are missing maybe we'll eventually go back and fill them in yeah um and there's there's one podcast that um we enjoyed ned and lauren and i enjoyed recording the, the subject matter so much that even though the recording came out um garbled we're going to spend the time to re-record it yes because it was a good one such a great topic so uh that one will be coming out in the future too that's about regional theme parks sweet all right well uh i think we already mentioned it but if you made it all the way to the end uh email us uh dana d-a-n-a at fcbm.io she's our executive assistant and she will uh get get you oriented to whoever you yeah anyway yeah we'd love to hear from you okay she'll spin you around till you fall over yes exactly yeah okay all right thanks everybody okay bye